Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're... The Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the, the Polter Gals. Welcome back to another episode of The Polter Gals. And this time we're doing another revisit episode yeah we're so excited um allison actually came across um some new research and um as we talk about on many episodes there's just so much information sometimes we have to do a deep dive um in this case we are doing the bell witch cave or the bell witch farm or all we're doing yeah. the aglo- the what is it the conglomeration yeah. of bell witch items and things yeah. and bell witches in fact witches shaped like bells no i'm kidding <laughs> No. Um, Allison, um, how have you been? Um, my whole week is thrown off. Yeah, um, we've been freezing here in Texas, guys. Yeah. It's not been looking good. No. We thought we were gonna be Polter Pals for a second there. <laughs> well, you might thought that <laughs> I was safe and sound in my house. No, I was also safe and sound in my house. We canceled work for the last two days, so yeah. me and Allison are slightly behind. But we have fun things happening this weekend. Um, we're finally going to get that bonus content we've been talking about yeah. forever um that's this weekend um so watch out content coming soon well okay. i mean again this will be in the future so yeah, by the time this one released we have gotten all kinds of content hopefully you guys have been keeping up with it mm-hmm. um if not there should be an unedited version of the paranormal investigation that i that i went on oop, with oop. The crew, the, the crew, the, their spooky crew, yeah. your spooky crew. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, and I'm going to be getting some content from Ashley Flowers from the Deck Podcast. Mm. Um, so that's super exciting. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I don't know how much information I can actually share with you guys. Like, I'm not going to like record the show or anything, but I might do some like behind the scenes or like some pictures or something and post it. Um, because I don't want to break any laws. Don't sue us, Ashley Flowers. We love you. Um, anyway, so that'll be fun. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, that's great. Um, we didn't freeze to death. We are here live in the studio and Allison actually has a book for us this week. Tell us. Yeah. So I found this story randomly coming across. Um, I was just trying to download a lot of free ghost books. <laughs> free and ghost so books TM. One of them was actually based off of Bell, the Bell Witch Farm slash cave. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is stuff that we have already found and talked about, but there is some stuff that is 
relatively new, but I think this helps with some of the hauntings that we have been talking about. Mm -hmm. So to just to back it up and as to why it's there. So as usual, a little bit of the history, which luckily this book also helps with. The story takes place in the 1800s with the Bell family, which was in Adams, Tennessee. John was a farmer, and he acquired some land in Robertson County in Tennessee. He then moved his family that was located in North Carolina to this land that he that was purchased in the 19th century. Over the f- next few years, Bell's hold, holding increased until it was about 322 or 28 acres, and most of his land he cleared from planting. He was an elder of the Red River Baptist Church, and by this time, he had already had four sons, Jesse, John Jr., Drury, and Benjamin. They had their succeeding children that had moved to Red River, Elizabeth, Richard, and Joel. In 1817, as Bell was inspecting one of his cornfields, he saw a a strange-looking animal in the middle of the corn row just sitting there. When he then came closer, he was shocked by his appearance. It had the body of a dog and a rabbit's head, and in his shock, he had shot several times. The animal was then driven away by the gunshots and vanished, never to be found again. Mm. Bell didn't think much more about what he had seen until supper. The bells had heard beating sounds right outside their log house walls. That was a little, like, thing from there mm. as far as the plants is for what John himself had seen. Oh. So this goes more on the family. So yes. last so, time we kind of talked more specifically about the cave. Yeah. Uh, and then just kind of, like, the hauntings of the family. But that's interesting. Yeah. So this definitely goes into a deeper dive into the family. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is surrounded by the family. Yeah, because John died in 1820. December mm-hmm. um so he he died so what triggered John though was that when his family reported the sounds on the house it actually made him worried mm-hmm. and what he, this says is that every night increasing in noise and in frequency Bell often hurried outside with his sons to catch whoever was behind it They thought at the time it was a prank or an animal, but never found anyone or anything. Mm. So the the sounds consisted, and you have to remember this started shortly after he shot at the animal he saw in the cornfield. Interesting. So for whatever reason, they were hearing stuff. And the following weeks, they were hearing what sounded like rats gnawing at the wood at their uh, bed stuff mm-hmm. their bed covers were getting pulled off and it was just like they thought it was someone pulling at them and but then originally we talked about like this is where they thought it was person or the, the yes the witch of kate or whatever they called yes. her yeah yes and that does it does get into kate um but this at this point was just this unknown force that they couldn't see an or entity. anything yeah an, an entity that was just pulling at them. 
As time then moved on, instead of getting better, things actually got much worse for them. Voices and faint whispers could be heard, and and it was actually very faint. They seemed like to be singing hymns by a fetal, like a woman, like an older woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it continued to escalate, and to the Bell's daughter Betsy. She started to experience violent encounters with an unseen entity. She would then feel someone pulling her hair and being slapped repeatedly, leaving bruises and marks. Uh, John thought that the family... uh, Sorry. John insisted that the family kept the events a secret until it came out at some point that became so disturbing he was forced to confide to his closest friend, James. James and his wife was then staying the night at the Bell's home and experienced some disturbing, frightful experience as the Bell's had. James had reached his limits once the bed covers were removed and was also slapped repeatedly. Wow. Terrifying. (laughs) He then sprang out of the bed and his exact words were, In the Lord's name, who are you and what do you want? No one responded to his exclamation, but the rest of the night was relatively quiet after that. Uh, After they had left, the voice continued to become louder, and it sang and even recited scriptures and and had intelligent conversation. Once it had even word for word quoted a sermon being preached at exactly the same day and time that was happening 13 miles away. Interesting. The phenomenon then spread outside Bell's settlement up into Nashville, as to which this is an interesting figure that we all know about. Who knew? General Andrew Jackson. Wow, wow. He's on the $20 bill, baby. Yeah. So he caught wind of it and then went to the house himself. The general, having heard of this, like I said, visited. And as he, his entourage was consisted of several men, horses, wagons, they approached the farm and forced to stop. For whatever reason, his wagon would not move, and the horses refused to continue to go any further than what they had. It had taken several minutes and several attempts for the horses to continue to move. And again, the general said, By God, boys, this must be the doing of the bell witch. Bum, bum, bum. Just then, a voice which no one at one point could ever point out the source and said that they could now proceed and that later that evening she would see them again. So the, they continue on to the house and John and, the, and Andrew Jackson had a very long conversation about what was going on. After some time, the men claimed that he was a, one of the men claimed that he was a witch tamer and pulled out a pistol at which he proclaimed that was loaded with a silver bullet that could kill anything that came into contact with it as long it was 
as it was evil. I think a silver bullet is more for like werewolves though, right? Yes. That's what I've always heard. Yes. I mean, I guess maybe witches. I mean, I, I mean, a bullet would take me out too, even if it was silver. Any kind of bullet would probably I take me out. any bullet would take <laughs> out anything as long as it's living. I know. Like, like bro, you're not going to shoot me in the heart with a silver bullet and be like, oh, sorry, good thing you didn't die. You would have died if you were evil. Like, I don't think that's how that works. No. Like, if it's a bullet, it's a bullet. You're... Okay. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. But that's what he claimed. That oh, okay, civil good job. Bullets. I believe you. Yeah, it was going to shoot anything. Again, the voice was heard, and this time it sounded very angry. And it then announced that another fraud from the general's party was yet to be tormented mm-hmm. the following evening. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Spooky. Terrified <laughs> by the threat, the general and his the general's men actually pled to leave the house because they didn't want anything to happen but then andrew jackson said no we have to stay i actually want to know who this fraud is why is andrew jackson like this so (laughs) it's but nothing was actually reported in this expert excerpt it says it is not clear what happened that night but early the following morning general general andrew jackson's entourage was spotted en route back to nashville near nearby springfield Interesting. So, do you think they got too scared and they had to go home? I'm assuming so. Or do you think that they're like, "Ah, eh, this is boring. We're just gonna." I have no idea. But the fact that they pled to leave, he said no, and then the early the next he morning, he was like, "Just kidding, we're going." Yeah, <laughs> they left. Interesting. So it's very, you know, interesting seeing some of this like stuff that we haven't found the first go round. Yeah, and. I could not tell you how much research I did. Mm -hmm. But so a lot of the story from here on out takes around Betsy. Mm -hmm. Betsy, she became interested in a young man named Joshua Gardner. And also this is where. Oh, I remember Kate. Yeah, this is where Kate really. She was like, you you shan't be with this man. So this is where (laughs) Kate heavily takes place. So Kate is, again, the witch or the being in the house. Because at this point, the house is talking, I guess. Is that what they say? Yeah, it's basically became like. Like yelling at them. It's own personality in a sense. It's Mm -hmm. footsteps, singing, talking, yelling. Um, predictions. It, it's just its own person, kind of. It reminds me of the what was that talking mongoose that we talked about? 
the talking mongoose in the wall its name was like keith or something <laughs> keith know, the talking mongoose i i know exactly what you're talking about but i can't it was like a haunted me. mongoose <laughs> well that's what that's what kate makes me think of it's like coming from the walls coming yeah, from around that's basically what it is so Be- betsy was really romantically involved with joshua Ooh. who didn't live far from them both parents actually gave permission for them to marry each other. Yeah, because that's and normal. Yeah. Not a witch telling her what to do. So everyone at this point was very happy that they would get married except for one. But no one could say why, but the entity persisted. Betsy repeatedly not go forth with the wedding with the young man. Maybe she was in love with John. I don't know, but it took... It, it was... A lot. <laughs> so it said that no matter how hard they tried to be alone, whether it was in the field, the river, the cave, whatever it was, this entity would follow them and would persistently taunt them both. Mm-hmm. And on one Easter Monday of having too much of the entities taunting, the, co- the couple met at the river and Betsy broke off her engagement with Joshua. Wow, <laughs> Though the disturbances did de- decrease after that, Betsy had ended the engagement. The spirit continued to express how much she disliked John Bell and even vowed to relentlessly someday take his life. Bow, bow. You have to remember this is her dad. And this is in 1821. So yes. I remember the, the dad died in December of 1820. And then they broke off their engagement in 1821. Um, this is whenever she ended up bringing that off. So her father had already died. So she was already claiming that she had taken her father's life and that she was also going to take her love's life. Yes. And it's exactly what was said in the story that, uh, you know, he was dying was for that year experiencing basically just a lot of illness health health issues and had fallen. But even after the entity had taken his life, he, she, it continued to, like, just torment the family. So while John was actually having all these health issues, mm-hmm. the entity was causing it, like, slapping, like, mm-hmm. slapping him, <laughs> causing seizures. That's crazy. Um, just anything it could do to get inside yeah. his head. And it, it it's even said that the spirit said, Oh, Jack Bell. So at some point, it, after all this torment, it just, oh, Jack Bell. And then the, he had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, but some accounts say that the witch is a girl that John Bell had cheated on. Yeah, it was like a neighbor or something, yeah. right? So, and this is kind of why it's circulating as to who Kate is. And I think it was just a scorned lover that was like, yeah. that like lived on their property, I guess, or like come harass them. Yeah. I <laughs> I'm like, bro, if your neighbor's <laughs> doing this, then uh, yeah. like call the cops. <laughs> it, but the thing is, there's so many speculations. So this one says that it was a witch is a girl that he cheated on. And other says that John had killed, miraculously killed sometime before. Mm-hmm. It was even like a slave, so no one really knows who the witch was. It was mm-hmm. just 
someone that was tormenting them yeah because there was like this whole side tangent where they thought it was like this neighbor named kate bats uh like that's where they got the name kate from was from this neighbor i guess um which (laughs) i don't understand that either so i i don't know um and then like you know they don't know why there's so many different theories about it and then some say that it was like again the ghost of the male slave um or others say that he cheated on someone in north carolina you're wearing a North Carolina shirt, Allison. I don't know why you keep doing this. I, I do it by accident, I promise. <laughs> but I yeah, promise. so he cheated on someone in North Carolina who would came back from beyond the grave to haunt him. And then there was the neighbor theory. So I, I don't know. There are too many options. Yeah, and what makes this even more interesting, though, it's in this book, they do mention that there was... In Andrew Jackson's paperwork, that there is no like written documentation of them visiting the farm. Did Andrew Jackson actually visit so the farm? So that's what makes it interesting Ooh. because, and then their son Richard Bell, who at the time of all this was happening, was be- believed to be between the ages of six and ten, mm-hmm. had a diary as to which he did not start writing until he was thirty. Wow. To back up some of this stuff that mm, was happening. Suspicious. But, exactly, it seems suspicious. It's like, he was between the ages of 6 and 10. Mm. Why did he wait 20 plus years? Yeah. Well, wasn't there that, like, story of him, like, him and his friends going to the cave? And yes. then, like, one of his friends getting stuck, and then, like, Kate helping them or whatever? Yes. Um, I think it says, oh yeah, it says during the children's exploration of the dark cavern, the boy got stuck in a hole and called out for help. A voice allegedly, um, who was possibly Kate, shouted out and said, I'll get him, and used her invisible hands to pull the boy out of the hole. Um, she then gave the children a brief lesson on safety and then disappeared. (laughs) Yeah. Like what? (laughs) Yeah. And that's what, you know, makes this so interesting though. It's like none of this, like. It ma- it brings up the it only makes you want to question more. Yeah, for real. Because this that's why I told you I wanted to revisit this so much because once I found the story, it only made me question more of yeah, what we had. Yeah, like, hmm. Yeah, and as if the original story we had wasn't like, yeah questioning enough, and what didn't like confused me and yeah, then i read this so and i'm like i'm sorry what like so who who is the bell witch yeah so it only brings up more of a question of who is the bell witch yeah why is she doing this and for what purpose is it the property is mm-hmm. it somebody that and why did John, he why did he die under such suspicious circumstances yeah. you know like yeah, did he really just get ill yeah. and die was but, or was there something but else that's going that's what on? this is is that he, in here it says that he was having health problems for almost a year yeah they said like his throat would like swell up yeah so it's like so for almost a year the spirit was tormenting this guy mm-hmm. after then tormenting Betsy yeah and they said that Betsy would feel like pinched and poked and yeah. like punched and slapped yeah. and like they would mess with their hair and stuff so, so i'm like was yeah. it really like Betsy. again if it was a real person just harassing them how would they go that far you yeah. know but the fact that it was mostly targeting like it felt so almost protective over betsy and the other children hence yeah. the, the cave incident yeah and the other kids but then why was it then also hated john so much hated john so much hated josh so much and hated the w- men which, I mean, and I think is valid. <laughs> yeah, but then also, why was it so much, like, abusing 
Betsy, so that's much. true. Like, like mm. it doesn't. I don't understand why she went over, broke off the engagement with Betsy because it was protective of, of yeah, Betsy. Yeah, or Betsy broke off the engagement with John. Yeah, 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 yeah. Betsy broke off the engagement. Like this entity was doing so much for the Family. engagement to be yeah. broken. Yeah, then like and what? then just for her, the entity to abuse Betsy. Yeah. But then I think wasn't after that that the haunting started to like die down. So the haunting started dying down and then eventually it was whenever she said goodbye, right? Yeah. And she said, I will be back in seven years. Yes. Dun, and so, dun, dun. Um trying to find I don't know where but yeah, it's basically like I'll be back in so many years. Like it had like crazy predictions as far as what was going on in the actual house with them. But there have been several movies that have made its way based <gasps> off of the story. Yeah. So there was the 1999 Blair Witch Project. Obviously, the most iconic. Yeah. The 2004 Bell Witch Haunting. Boom, boom, boom. In 2005, the An American Haunting. 2007, the Bell Witch The Movie. And in the most latest, 2013, The Bell Witch Haunting. Wow. So, yeah. Fancy. Yeah, so it was pretty interesting seeing how all this happened and a little bit of the breakdown of really what we kind of found. Yeah. And then filling in some of those gaps. But like I said, some of those gaps have just been like, it brings a bigger question. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I don't know, man. And I mean, the whole thing, like when you have a cave on your property, like that's already kind of spooky. And I mean, again, as we always say, this is in the 1800s. So that's the spookiest of times to live. And like things were as documented as we always talk about, like things weren't as documented back then. So we don't know what the real story is. So again, it's kind of like, I'm sure this is kind of one of those things where it's become speculation, it's become lore, it's become legends. Mm -hmm. It's been passed down. Um, But also it's just going to, you know, be be scary (laughs) yeah and i think it's interesting just kind of like like what you're saying living in this time period Mm -hmm. because so many people did believe in some of the like the spiritualism was at an all-time high they believed in this like the legends the stories that were being told Mm. And now to us like hearing them it's like oh yeah that's that thing yeah something (laughs) but but it's also like there's so many variations of the story. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Yeah. But that's the story of the Bell Witch. And I think you guys like again, the whole idea behind it is it's a story that people like to tell. It's a story of a southern gentleman, a southern family. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's a period piece on its own, you know? Yeah. And that's the reason why so many movies have been made about it. Because it's kind of like it's a artifact of the time, you know, like spooky farm, spooky cavern, spooky things happening. Like it just yeah. kind of happened back then. And again, now there's so many movies about it. You it just it's kind of become a part of pop culture. So kind of like what we talked about like with Amityville Horror House, what we talked about with the Cecil Hotel. Oh, spoiler mm-hmm. alert. We might be doing another Cecil Hotel episode coming soon. Anyway, um so I mean like again, it's just kind of become a part of the lore itself. Um but it's very interesting to think about. Was it Kate? Was it a neighbor? Was it a ghost? Was it actually a witch? Like, hello? Um, you never know. I think I went through everything that we we talked about yeah, before. It, it pretty much did and it's just 
you know, especially the whole Andrew Jackson thing. Yeah, I didn't know that, about that. We didn't talk about that. No, and I, and that's one thing that was interesting to find. And for them not to have like any written record, but it said hmm. that it was there. Yeah, and then didn't you say there was like paperwork or something or like an well, excerpt? Like in here, that's what they're saying is that there was a book called Unauthenticated History of Bell Witch. Mm, interesting. In which he claim it says. 75 years after the said haunting, Martin Ingram published a book called Unauthenticated History of Bell Witch, in which he claims that it was indeed true because he got all of his information from John Bell Sr. Hmm. From his son's diary. Interesting. But then it's also says. the diary that was made like 20 years yes, after. Yes, it's hmm. always the diary. It's also Suspicious. the diary. Suspicious. So that's why it's like... It's this is giving me Amityville vibes. Yeah, it's very... Was word the account made up before or after? Yeah, it's very word of mouth, and it's what parts of the story are actually true. Hmm. But that's that's why I don't understand is that it like there's nothing there, but it said that he was there, but then he wasn't. Maybe he was. Maybe so he maybe wasn't. it's like one of those unofficial things. Maybe. Or maybe it was all made up. <laughs> maybe, because that's, you know what? When was Andrew Jackson president? Um, what number was he? I'm going to say he was the 16th president. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Let's see. When was the Andrew Jackson? I was about uh, the Andrew I was Jackson. I was actually about to put Andrew Jackson. The Andrew Jackson. Right there. 1829 to 1837. Yeah, so right around this, because this was set in the 1820s. Well, he didn't become president. Well, no, 1829. It says March 4th of 1829. But this was before he was president. This this probably would have happened before. This is general. Yeah, so he Andrew was a general. So he, he wasn't he the was, president yet. Yeah, he wasn't the wow. president Wow. So, of course, maybe there wouldn't be any documents on it, because, you know, he was just a general dude going for a farm, you know? Yeah. Oh, he was the first man elected from Tennessee to the House of Representatives. Wow. He also served briefly in the Senate. But what number of president was he? It doesn't say. Click on that one right there. This one? No. <laughs> this one? No, keep going. Right there where it says elected president. He was the 11th. 11th. I said 16th. I was close. Wait, the 16th president was Abraham Lincoln, right? <laughs> no, I'm wow, like, I'm Debbie. wrong. I don't know anything. <laughs> um, how many do we have? Like 45, 46 presidents? <laughs> I'm so scared right now. <laughs> I don't even know how many presidents we have. I just... I think I think we've done too much history for today. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed us deep diving back into the Bell Witch. Um... And I guess you guys learned some facts with us about Andrew Jackson. <laughs> the Andrew of the Jackson. The Andrew of Jackson himself. Um, Mr. $20 Bill. Um, anyway, well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Poltergals. Um, Be sure to go check us out on yeah. social media. TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. All of the things. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Poltergals, a Rogue Media Network podcast.
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Podcast.